For the third time in three weeks, Purdue walks away from a winnable game with a loss, and there are a number of questions that um, this raises. For one, um, there are a few positive things that we can take from this game, the first of which has been the uh, play of Xander Horvath, who has done incredibly well both in the rushing game and in the receiving game. Uh, he's been a real stable presence for Purdue. Uh, for two, Jack Plummer you know, he made some plays with his feet that were really good. Um, I think he's a very clear upgrade over Aiden O'Connell, despite two bad interceptions um, in the last two weeks, including uh, a bad one today. Um, King Doru looked really good in his six carries. Um, he continues to look stronger and stronger. But um, on the negative side, there's plenty there to look at as well, and I'll focus on, on two. One um, was the play of Purdue's defense, and the other is uh, uh, offensive play calling. And to start with offensive play calling, frankly, um, a lot of the excitement and creativity and uh, I would say um, planned dominance of the offensive play calling over the years is just not present um, in this year or last year. Uh, the Purdue's offense is fairly predictable at a certain point, and especially in the second half, uh, their offense has has really struggled once defenses has have adjusted to them. Um, and for the second time in two weeks, we've seen Jeff Brom call a quarterback sneak on third and short at a crucial moment late in the second half. And I just I, I don't I don't understand that play call. Jack Plummer is not a a a, uh, a, a grinder. He's not a very big quarterback. He's agile. He's shifty. He can make some plays in space with his feet, but he's not a run-first quarterback. And on third and short, when the defense is packing the box, I just don't see how you can think that you can slip through with, with Jack Plummer in that situation. So that was very disappointing to see. Also, Rondell Moore and David Bell had solid games, if unspectacular. Neither of them went over 100 yards, and, the, and between the two of them, they only had 11 receptions. But this is a matter of Purdue not doing enough to get them involved in the offense. Um, if you have an All-American wide receiver in uh, Rondell Moore and a guy who should be in David Bell, you have to do everything you can to get them involved. And they're Purdue and hold possessions without targeting either one of them. And you just can't do that. You've got to go with your horses. And those two guys are phenomenal. Uh, that third and, and two QB sneak, I would much rather have tried to get Rondell the ball in space or run David Bell across the middle. Just do something other than what they chose to do. Uh, so we're dealing with some very interesting play calls on offense and on defense. The, the defense is just not very good. Um, there's plenty of talent on the defense. Um, the secondary is still kind of young, but I, I think they're fairly good. There's some good linebackers, even though we're going to miss Barnes next week against Nebraska due to a very questionable uh, targeting penalty. And there's some good guys on the line, even with injuries to uh, uh, George Karloftis and the positive COVID diagnosis, of course. But the talent is there, but the scheme is bad. The, the defensive coaching has just been bad. I think when Bob Diaco was hired by Purdue, uh, at least the Boiled Sports staff was very um, unsure of that move and um, uh, was fairly nervous about that moving forward. And um, 
uh, he's done nothing to show otherwise that we should have faith in him. Um, it's been a rough season on defense. It's going to continue to be that way. I'm completely out on Bob Diaco. He's He does not seem like the right coach for this Purdue team. Um, and that's just kind of how that is. The defense is holding this team back. The offensive play calling is holding this team back. Um, don't know what else to say beyond that. I would have hoped for something different. I would have hoped for something better this year. Um, but Purdue is just not up to the task. And while there's still an opportunity to finish above 500, you just got to think that Purdue is going to struggle to be favored in any of these remaining games. If you can't beat Rutgers, you know, how are you going to beat uh, Nebraska or IU? You're definitely not beating IU. IU is going to kick the crap out of us this year. So moving forward, I definitely do not understand um, any serious calls for Jeff Brom's job. I think that's Twitter venting, to be honest. But there are some questions about what are the adjustments that he's going to make moving forward uh, for this team because they're way too talented to be this bad. And um, there's a there's a there's a huge chasm between you know God tier coach, please don't leave us for Louisville, versus um, a guy who uh, we are uh, uh, trying to run out of town in his fourth year. He's he's not on on the latter side, but he's also not on the former. He's in the middle there. He just needs to make some changes, and Purdue needs to figure out what they need to do to get get to be better. So I know this is bitterly disappointing. I'm very disappointed. I felt like in the second half, I felt like I knew Rutgers was going to win, and it was just watching that result unfold um, slowly over time. So anyway. Sucks about the Purdue loss, and uh, even my dog is upset about it, as you can hear in the background. So uh, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, boiled up.